0: I love the CFL just as much as I love the NFL, so I felt like this was my opportunity to do the the thing I always wanted to do, but you had to still, I wanted to grow through it because I didn't want to like settle, I wanted to, I still wanted to shoot my NFL shots, of, of course, but I still wanted to be the best in this game that I could be while I'm doing what I'm doing.
1: Welcome to the It's Not That Deep podcast. I'm your host, Deepak Sharma, and this podcast aims to connect different communities under the premise that we're all fundamentally the same. Look, we tend to overcomplicate most things in life. This podcast is really just a conversation, and it's not that deep. This week's guest is Jonathan Rose, a Grey Cup champion professional football player who's been signed to the Ottawa Red Blacks since 2016. As someone who played football myself, watching how Jonathan approaches the cornerback position with the aggression and the ferocious mentality of a linebacker is really fun to watch, I encourage you to hop on YouTube and check out his highlight tapes. The dude is a beast. Growing up in Leeds, Alabama, we talk about his journey playing football at the University of Auburn and Nebraska as well, as well as the differences between football down south and up here in Canada. We also dive into topics such as life after football, social media, giving back to your community, uh, and so much more. Today's podcast is sponsored by Podpack Solutions. Solutions. When I started a podcast, I had no idea how much time and effort goes into editing and putting out content every week. This doesn't stop me from doing it, but it can be a roadblock for many busy people and businesses to get started. Podpack Solutions will help you create, launch, produce, edit, distribute, and grow your podcast for your brand or business. Our mission is to take the pain out of podcasting, so you just have to hit record. I hope you enjoyed the episode, and just remember, it's not that deep. Jonathan Rose, welcome to the It's Not That Deep podcast, brother. Thanks for coming on. It's been a while. We've been trying to set this up.
0: Yes, sir, man. Glad to get in with you, man. I've been seeing your work. I just want to be a part of your work, man. Let's talk some, let's talk that talk, man.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So for those who don't know, you are a cornerback, is that correct? Yes, sir. Of the Ottawa Red Blacks Mm -hmm. um, football team in the CFO. Um, I just want to start by saying, You're an absolute dog,
0: Man, appreciate it. I just always wanted to get acknowledged just the simple fact that I was out here dogging.
1: Bro, like, you are out here making the most ridiculous tackles, forced fumbles, interceptions, just getting after it. It fires me up. As an ex-football player myself on the defensive side, nothing fires me up more than someone who has that heart, who wants to go after it, like, on the field every fucking play
0: appreciate it bro appreciate that
1: so let's talk about your story a little bit from the beginning Mm -hmm. let's give the people what they want to hear tell us your story bro
0: so started off leeds high school little small town in alabama came up uh well known for charles barkley i don't know if anybody Mm -hmm. everybody should know charles though yeah (laughs) came from leeds that was about the biggest thing so i made it out of there a good high school athlete uh ranked here ranked there and um, made it to auburn my first year uh had some decent success played as a freshman made all that happen and um end up leaving there to go to nebraska uh, nebraska for another opportunity and um had some success there and then came to the cfl um after having some nfl opportunities um none of them panned out in a contract so signed here to the cfl been here for four years two year divisional all-star uh, great cup champion first year um, 104th great cup champion that was great um, and since then just been trying to continue a steady um, ream of success man um, I've been in the playoffs been in the top DBs in the league for all of my years um, last year get um, getting cut short but still was on track to doing nice things man so I don't know that's just been my career. Um, everywhere i played football and I've got the ch- a chance to touch the field, I've been successful. So I feel like that's one of my things. I do pretty well.
1: So when was the first time you did touch the field? What was that like? How young were you? Was it Pop Warner? Are we talking? Yeah, like- yeah.
0: so it might have been like Pee Wee Leagues in, in Alabama. So probably like six years old, they let you start playing.
1: Okay, interesting. So um, was it just one of the sports you were playing or was it always football was it always just you knew football was the one for you i didn't even know football to be honest with
0: you i knew baseball baseball was the thing back in the day Mm -hmm. um i like ken griffey ken griffey was cold yeah um and i felt like i was like real fast when i was young you know kids always want to be the fastest so i like playing the outfield just being able to have that range to go and get the ball anywhere. I just like to run around anyway. So I just excel my talents from there. And then I think that's what took me. Yeah, I'll just move this. Mic oh yeah, you got it. You're good, bro. Um, but yeah, um, playing outfield, made me want to play DB, uh, tracking the baseball. And then I correlated the football, tracking the football, but that came way down the line. So I just felt like I got my basic mechanics, from, like baseball and I did a little um, young track and field stuff. But basketball, the regular type things. And then football came along, and I just adapted So pretty that. much
1: the big three. Yeah, yeah.
0: man. You got to play baseball, basketball, football.
1: I, I love it, man. Yeah. So then throughout high school, um, you are playing football mostly? Like, were you playing more football? Were you playing more basketball? Or were um, you just juggling all of them?
0: I wanted to play basketball. I ain't even going to lie. Everybody had <laughs> hoop dreams. I thought I was going to be the <laughs> next one. I was like, shit, Charles did it. I know I can do it. Yeah. And I was pretty good, but, you know, you just don't play certain sports as intense as the ones you really like. So I was playing football way better than I was playing basketball. But Always a DB? Yeah, always a or receiver, though. You know, you start off at receiver. Right. We all feel like we can do that, but then we, we all separate at some point in time. You feel like you got that dog <laughs> what, to play defense. What,
1: what was that moment? What was that moment you knew? It's like, all right, man, let me. Uh,
0: in ninth grade, they put me in for um, – to play receiver man I went across the middle got hit um stood up because thinking with a db perspective I like to go and get it so I'm like man nobody gonna out jump me but he wasn't even thinking about going for the ball Bum, dropped me just wanted I was like I'll never get hit like this again so I always wanted to be the aggressive so I just started playing defense
1: dope man that's crazy I can relate bro like when I when I played like I think they tried me on offense Mm -hmm. like running back or something and it was fun yeah but it wasn't like I, I, this, as soon as I got to hit like the D line or or linebacker <laughs> and hit over. somebody, I'm it like, man, even that fun. bro, I can catch the ball all day. It's fun, but mm-hmm. nothing like putting someone in the dirt. I'm 100%. not gonna lie. <laughs> and then the,
0: as you get older, man, the playmaker ability, man, like you just don't understand how
1: big of a game changing that position is. So facts. Um. So, how what was the what was the transition then from. You know, high school to playing playing at university, uh, playing for Nebraska, what was it like there? What was different from you know being in high school playing you know down south to playing a, a little bit more high tier football?
0: Uh, football in the south was very intense just even from a young age, so I felt like even when the levels got harder, it was still
1: it's keeping it wasn't, up with any, it. yeah, it
0: wasn't anything new to me. Like in mm-hmm. some places, there Little league football doesn't amount to our little league football. So the development from certain areas and that's why people recruit. That's why you get people from certain areas. Um, Just the development of the kids. So I feel like when I was younger, the kids, the older kids weren't too far away from the younger kids. So the skill level was about the same. So then going up to university, being in the South where football is one of those main things. I was just already ready for the game. So I was ready for the college level coming straight out of high school. Cause I was playing the same type of guys, like they were just that big as they were the year before that. So just being in that talent pool helped me excel and keep on growing through the college level and then taking that to the pro game.
1: What was uh, what did you study there?
0: Uh, sociology.
1: Sociology. Mm-hmm. Did you enjoy like the school part of it at all, or were yeah, you just more always uh, focused on being an athlete?
0: I was really the school part was cool just because I was used to a small city. So once I got there, it was just big big campus so I just wanted to go to classes because I had to go clean across town just to get to it so I yeah. just wanted to take the walk and take the journey to it and then I just embraced the school part of school to school uh you buy in it works for you you feel me so just being in a different environment helped me want to explore more anyways
1: so then after um after university you mentioned that you had some kind of like opportunities to mm-hmm. be looked at for the n f l what were those like and and yeah, what happened there so I got
0: before I left Nebraska, I was dismissed, so i had got dismissed from the team senior year, mm-hmm. so that kind of messed up some of my opportunities but I still um was able to go back to Nebraska's pro day with you get you looks, so they let me get my opportunity so I got an opportunity from um like three teams took my rookie mini camps, three days to show what I had. And most of them were doing like futures deals. So probably like in August, if they needed somebody, they would call. So I wanted to play football right away. I was like, man, I ain't got time Mm -hmm. to wait, but wish it would have happened right then, but it didn't. So I'd rather try this CFL opportunity that I had. So I kind of got it three weeks before, but I was still doing NFL stuff. So I had to put it on the hold, but they still let me come up and it was red blacks. Let me try out, like, the last week before the first preseason game. So I didn't really get to learn much. So I just had to go out there and really just show what I was about. I was like, man, you don't really know the system. And I tried to learn the system, but I don't really know. So I got to go out here and make a play. Because um,
1: Canadian football is very different. Yeah, than, man, than... like,
0: the dynamic, like, for one <laughs> – I was still shocked that my first time walking out there, I didn't realize the field was that big. It's I huge. was confused, man. <laughs> like, why I we played so on a confused. soccer field, bro? I was like, bro, I have never seen the sideline ever, and I was running for like 15, <laughs> 16 yards. That's so crazy, that was man. the whole culture shock right away. Mm-hmm. And then it became football, but then I realized, again, <laughs> Three there was an extra man on the field. I was <laughs> like, bro, there's <laughs> people everywhere. Yeah. So I was confused about the little things. So that's just the little stuff that's catching me off guard. The and ball then, is a
1: different size. Like, there's so many weird, subtle waggle, differences.
0: I was uh, seeing the waggle, but, like, Ottawa introduced it to me right away. So, my first day in practice, they sent Greg Ellison on the waggle. Boom. Um, he beat me. Explain that confused. a bit. Explain that a so bit. So, the waggle is the receiver goes behind.
1: Oh, okay, okay. On uh, motion? Yeah, yeah. On okay. motion.
0: And it goes on a couple yards back and then comes up, um, upfield. So, it, in our league, you can only go lateral, so you can't even go back like that. So that was my first time like ever experiencing that type of football, which helped me grow my game, and that's why I like the CFL, man, because even though the rules and they seem silly, it, it really takes a certain type of athlete that can do it. Just like in the NFL, certain type of athletes do certain things in those it, tight areas.
1: It changes a lot.
0: Yeah, then you get a guy come up here, and you see our D linemen might not be that big, but they're more athletic, and they make more – Athletic plays on the outside and the edges, and that what kind of game this is. So it kind of helped me just take my game and develop it in a different way for the uh, for the scheme of the of the game up here.
1: One thing for me, and this is like coming from a guy that grew up Canadian and played Canadian football. Gotcha. I still never understood why there was only three downs. I never could like wrap my head around like. You wanna know what I think of
0: it? I think it's just a challenge. I feel like. They see the NFL. they was like, those guys can do it in four. Let's see if these guys can do it in three. But I guess man. Challenge of it.
1: I said that once to someone, and then they got super pissed yeah. because they're like, the CFL is like t- twice as long, been around twice as long as the NFL. Yeah. I'm but, like, all right, man. If you want to say it like that, whatever.
0: Man. And I understand that, and um, and I feel like the NFL developed this game something off of the CFL, but. Some of the dynamics of how we play, how we play the CFL game, is crazy. But that's what makes it so exciting.
1: Well, it's, uh, they say, and maybe you could correct me if I'm wrong on mm-hmm. this, but they say it's a lot more of a passing league. One hundred percent. Because you have that much more field, yeah. and the end zones are massive. Why and-,
0: would, and I think that's just how the game was developed. Like, why wouldn't you pass?
1: If you only had th- yeah, two like, two yeah, downs really.
0: 75 percent of the time you should be passing till you get to a certain part of the field and you can kind of do what you want to do. But yeah. yeah, this game is built. That's why I was saying my first time out here somebody ran like outside and I never seen the sideline to squeeze him to. That's a DB technique to squeeze him to the sideline. He had so much room and that's just how the game goes, but that's why I feel like the defensive back position to CFL should get paid more. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it's it here first, out man. There, man. <laughs>
1: yeah no that makes a lot of sense man because you got to basically lay out and i've seen your highlight tape (laughs) you lay out for some of these balls man you put your body on the fucking line for some of these plays bro um that's wild to me so what was the first thing like what was your first reaction when you're like all right ottawa red blacks like have you? Did you know about Ottawa? What did you know about the city before you came up and, and joined the camp?
0: I knew Ottawa was the capital, and that's because I looked it up a few times. <laughs> but then everything else I learned as I got here, I didn't know anything about the CFL. So the night before, I looked up the Ottawa Red Blacks. It was the year they lost the Grey Cup. Okay. So I was I seen them make it all the way. I was like, okay, it's like a decent game. But from the outside looking in on YouTube, you don't know the field's that big. You don't know... I wasn't really paying attention, but they were waggling or anything. I yeah, just They're knew. just playing football. Yeah, they're just like... playing football. So I was like, hey, it look, just like the game I play here, so let me go check it out. And it really was the same, but with the little wrinkles, but you still play cornerback how you play cornerback. So. And uh, it was just an opportunity to do something different. It was an opportunity to just play ball. So you, I know you feel me, like once you're done with university in the States, it's either a league or you're right. done. You ain't no ain't no team you can just go do nothing else. So this is like you got to go make it happen. So this is your next league. So and um, it was a real league opportunity. Like I rather I love the CFL just as much as I love the NFL. So I felt like this was my opportunity to do the the thing I always wanted to do. But you had to still I wanted to grow through it because I didn't want to like settle. I to I still wanted to shoot my NFL shots of, of course, but I still wanted to be the best in this game that I could be while I'm doing what I'm doing.
1: Well, one thing uh, Sharad kind of um, you know, talked about on, on our podcast together was how, you know, it, it's not even only about your talent or like yeah. your skill. There's fucking thousands of people fighting for that same spot. So the competition's so crazy. If even one thing, you know, the scouts are looking at you don't check that yeah, box, yeah. boom and they got a, a thousand other people to fill your place and so that's
0: why you said um your best quote from charade is like it's a business don't forget it's a business man so you always like you're trying to keep yourself up but you really trying to be better than the next man and just make sure you can Thanks. hold what you got now you feel me
1: so when you come when you first came to ottawa mm-hmm. what was your like reaction of this city well what did you think about it at first
0: it was beautiful i came up here like in june it was the sun was out. People was going to the little beach. Mm. They was getting busy out here. They was moving. <laughs> <on>. It was juggling <laughs> out here. The hair just came off. Um Well, whatever, the Red Blacks was just getting known. That's all I know. I remember when we was a fresh team. Everybody liked us. They said we should win a Great Cup. And I was coming in. I was like, yeah, no, we can win a Great Cup. What you talking about? I can't do all that. So, And that's thing I know, the team chemistry was just so cool. And then the city. was just a vibe. I don't know what was going on at the time. I guess football was just being brought back here, so it was really exciting. So I came in at the best time. It was flooded out here. I was like, this is just all these people, everybody in the city, everybody coming to the capital.
1: Especially in that area Mm -hmm. because it just got basically redeveloped just for that. Yeah. And you hear a lot, like for me, like kind of being raised in Mm the city, you hear a lot of people who live here call it so boring, like this and that. And I don't
0: understand what they talk
1: about. (laughs) But... You know, all we really had, the only sports team we had was the Ottawa Senators. Mm-hmm. And this was out in, like, Canada, like, yeah. so far. And, like, you know, going to watch a hockey game if you lived on the <laughs> other side of the city, it was now. Yeah. Like, just just to put it lightly, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it yeah, was yeah. like, man, I'll watch that shit on TV if I have to watch it you know, in your own city. But That's then, tough. you know, things have changed and like, the past few years as as you brought up it's a vibe Mm -hmm. like that's an atmosphere and like so many things are going on in that area and like you know it's still not a big market city like you know toronto Mm -hmm. or or vancouver or something like that yet but it's getting there you know people are people are starting to pay attention to the city and winning the great cup i think has a big part to do in that as well Mm -hmm. that's actually like you know that kind of it's like validation a little bit, like yeah. all right, yeah, we got a team and we're and, not just and here. We win. Yeah, y'all, and we're winning. winning. Yeah, I we got, got something to say. Like we're not just, you know, here to just fill out this expansion plan of the CFL. Like And that's what I like about it, and they keep
0: on expanding. You got the new basketball team coming. Right? So that's just bringing another dynamic to it. And the city just in general is growing. Just as one of those uh it's a government city, so it's always gonna have people coming in and out. And then just the name of sports teams gives people some a reason to come out here and support and even just come visit your city. So all that right there is just great.
1: Yeah, I love that. But then... You came in, like, the peak best time Mm -hmm. of the year in Ottawa. And
0: that's (laughs) wild, bro. And
1: and then, but then, what was it like when you experienced your first Ottawa winter? So, the next, so, no, so we had the snow game in 16. So, that's my,
0: but I was, my adrenaline was up. I was, I was all into it.
1: Football is fine when, like, people think when, you know, it's a snow game, you're freezing. Like, when you're running around, it's fine, man. It's
0: all good. Yeah. And I just... Asked my girl the other day, I was like, bro, has it always been this cold out here? Like, listen, it was so cold the other night, bro, I couldn't even understand it. I was like, I played in something like this? Ain't no way I ever played in this. Like, being outside in regular cold and being outside in, like, a football adrenaline rush is very
1: crazy. I asked myself... All the time, bro. How? Is it really this cold? <laughs> and I've lived here my whole damn life, so I don't think you'll ever get the answer to that question, ever. bro.
0: And I continue to ask people, like, I know it ain't cold, but I just want to hear somebody else say it.
1: <laughs> bro, it's so fucked up, man. Like, I'll, I don't know, man. Like, I try to be a very positive person. Yeah. I'm, I'm very much, like, I think it's very important to not complain about bullshit that's out of your control. Man. But even I reach my breaking point when it's like february and then mm-hmm. you're gonna see march is gonna be the same <laughs> damn thing it's gonna go into april and you might get a couple you might get a snowfall or two in may
0: and then the crazy part about it you gotta wait for all of it to melt too
1: all of it to melt fucks up your whip <laughs> fucks up your kicks yeah you're
0: just like you know it's just i got shoes and boxes right now i'm waiting till it just clear
1: out to put on but you're gonna be waiting a while i'm telling yeah, you everyone yeah, yeah. says oh, this winter is not even so bad all that i'm like bro <laughs> Actually, like for me, like on a personal note, like mm-hmm. as much I still love the city. It's still my city, I got you. and I won't I won't sh- sit here and shit on it. But I I need to set my life up so that I leave in January and come, and come back, back in, in May. like
0: end of May. Don't even come May. back yeah, early yeah. May. Wait till it's good and hot. Here. Yeah, exactly, man. Because it's cause beautiful, bro. It's what? so great,
1: yo. It's beautiful in the summer. People are chilling on patios. Yeah. Everyone's outside. There's no hassle. Like you just your slides yeah, bro, on and you're was, out. Yeah. I love it. But then winter, everything just becomes more complicated. There's no sun. You wake up in the morning. You're yeah. like, bro, like I need like another hour, bro. It's so
0: sad, bro. I just, I just have to turn around. I have to re-get myself together every time. Yeah. To even set foot outside.
1: But it's like this, yeah, it's like this little like... You got to tell you you got to hype yourself up like mm-hmm. man it's okay like it could be worse 100%. all this and especially coming from Alabama like I don't know anything <laughs> about Alabama yeah, yeah. correct me if I'm wrong but it's hot down there yeah, like yeah, hot no.
0: hot and it rains like like how it snows up here we might get rain like that sometimes but okay. 88% of the time you're going to burn up in
1: Alabama <sighs> Man, I'd prefer that any day. That's though. what
0: I'm saying, brother. Like, I'd rather burn to death than freeze like this out
1: here. 100%. I've always been the same way. But I'm, I was born in India. Mm-hmm. So in India, it's like hot, hot, hot. hot, hot. Dry and hot. We're like dry and hot. And damn. I'm talking like 50 degrees Celsius sometimes. S- you walk outside, like your sandals might start to melt. Hell like It's crazy, man. Like it's damn. in the peak of like July, August in some places in India. Wild. Super heat. You want to know something I would still rather take that (laughs) than this, bro. No,
0: I'll probably stay here for that type of heat right there.
1: No, man. You got AC. You sit inside. You're chilling. You know? (laughs) I'll still take the... "Ah."
0: (laughs) What's that? Your sandals melt off. (laughs) Nah,
1: that's a bit of a boost. But, you know, like, if you're standing outside, you can't Mm -hmm. be barefoot. Your feet are going to burn off. (laughs) Your feet are going to burn. You're going to have a third degree burn. Yeah.
0: Out here, though, man, listen. Like, it tricks you, too. Like, it'll get nice. Mm-hmm. Sun will be out, snow will start to melt. The next thing you know, two days like a snowstorm, <laughs> double pile back up on you. I'm like, what?
1: Hundred percent, man. It's always and it's gonna keep teasing you like all the way through. You're gonna be like, nah, you know what? It's finally done. Like I said, we made it. We yeah. made it past it. Nah, nope. <laughs> that's it to make it two times harder. It's crazy. So let's switch gears a little bit mm-hmm. uh, and talk about you know football as a whole. Mm-hmm. What do you think about the future of the sport?
0: Uh, I feel like it's one of those games, it's gonna be like basketball and baseball, America's pastime. Just it's never gonna get old. I just feel like and I don't know how much it's gonna continue to develop. Now, the people playing it might keep it going. That's what I think it is. Like, you're always gonna find that somebody you want to watch play every year. It's somebody that comes out, becomes the next star of them. Once he's done, somebody come behind him. So, that's what's gonna keep the game right. moving. Superstar. So, just people that. Play the game well. Keep people entertained. Yeah. And um, little leagues like the uh, XFL, like that's in the league. That's
1: what I was going to ask you.
0: Like people, I like to watch that. not saying that it's not going to take off, but for the meantime until it becomes established, it's something good to watch now. Throw a different dynamic in there just like the CFL. Like those different types of games that still have the same football, but different wrinkles, different um, play Yeah, like types. the kickoff. Like, yeah, you saw the kickoff? That was weird. I still understand it. But, like it I said. It threw
1: me off, but I actually, like, I took a second and I, I looked at it with an open mind. Uh-huh. And I'm like, it kinda makes sense. It makes a little bit of sense. It makes a little bit of sense because my whole life the kickoff was just this a waste of a play. <laughs> yeah, because they, 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 they get a run they get a running start. Yeah.
0: And you still haven't even caught the ball. Now you catch the ball, now they're in your face and you gotta yeah. make some moves.
1: hundred percent. So now you're seeing and I bet people will catch on and yeah. stuff, but like a lot of the fake handout reverses that kind and of And I really stuff.
0: think um all in all it's a safety thing man because like people i remember running down on kickoff you just bomb. you're gonna bump <laughs> you go hit somebody on your way there then you trying to go make that's the tackle you gonna probably tell yeah. you
1: if you're not gonna make the tackle you better lay someone the <laughs> you fuck out lay somebody <laughs> out so regardless of
0: the play you hitting something bro facts
1: um speaking about safety a little bit that's kind of like what i was alluding to a little bit with mm-hmm. like the future of the sport so as you know like you know i don't have to tell you Uh about everyone talking about cte and all these kinds of uh brain injuries and stuff like that in the sport what are your thoughts on it and like you know if you had a kid today would you uh would you uh, push them to play football
0: uh if they wanted to play i wouldn't stop them and um yeah I, I think the game is developed enough that we take, like, the helmets, the shoulder pads, all those into precaution. But the game is the game. It's still going to get played the way it get played. If um if they learn the proper techniques and I make sure they play the game in a in way that I approve of and I let them do what they do because, I mean, it is what it is. You, you can say I'm not going to let my kids play, and that's fair. But at the end of the day, I was given my choice, so I don't want to take my kids' choice away. So that's yeah. how I'm going to go
1: about it. I I feel I feel very similarly about that because like if it's their if they want to yeah they should but man I also look at like I also look at some of the alternatives it's like yeah man all right man cause you wanna like, know
0: what scary YouTube bro I went on YouTube and started watching like CTE and um football after football life stories Them shit is crazy
1: that shit man and that must be I like. Yeah, I hate to bring it up because you yeah, are playing right for now. Real, man. You know what I'm saying? But you know, is, but it's 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 it's, a time, like, yeah. it's something to talk about. You know, it's something interesting because it's like it's it's so. I think they're gonna look back, NBA you know, night. and they're gonna be like, "Yo, like you you guys ran full tilt in, into <laughs> each other." When I was like, when I played, they were like. Uh, when you when you have, like, a helmet-to-helmet helmet yeah. or, or some kind of hit, they call it getting your bell rung. Yeah. It's like, you got your bell rung. Get back in there. You're good, bro. Boy, you it's was like, out what? here silly concussed, So boy. So, like, uh, all this kind of shit. And, like, then the studies come out. They're kind of trying to tell you, like, mm-hmm. it's not even those that are, like, really the the major like yeah. obviously those are bad they're not good for it's you really like but like all those little contacts all the little and like
0: hitting your head on the ground like imagine like when you tackle somebody and boom they hit the head on the ground like that's the worst one
1: countless times and like no matter what kind of like measures they take like a no contact practice or or you know telling Regardless. dbs to hit low whatever that
0: game goes <laughs> That's enough contact for everything. Like, you can do non-padded practice all that. even though game day is going to be...
1: That's what I'm saying.
0: ...worth all four of them days you practice. That's what I'm <laughs>
1: saying. So it's almost like the argument is, like, in my head, shouldn't you be more prepared yeah. for the game?
0: I would rather, and that's what we used to do. We used to do, what was it, two, like a shoulder pad, this uppers day, and then we used to do a full padded day, and then okay. the other days were our days off, just to get your body ready for some type of contact for one of those days and then they went to no contact um practices so like that just gets you on game day that's your first time getting a thump like that's crazy
1: man that'll make you like <laughs> question some of your decisions yeah bro because you be like okay my body
0: just got to feeling good <laughs> Bum, car wreck
1: actually uh who's uh who's the uh running back on um, on the texans so he What was his name? Adrian, oh man, I I forgot Um, his name. I forgot his name. He was uh, on a Texans running back for the longest time, retired. Um, Texans running back. Anyways, this dude, he he would talk about like, man, I'd get rocked sometimes. And as a running back, (laughs) he'd be like, bro, what am I doing? Thousands of fans cheering for you, all this shit. And in the middle of the game, he'd be like, the fuck am I doing, man? Like, what is this? Became like some astro Started studying some like astrophysics Or some shit after He's like bro. That was what I really wanted to do I'm like bro
0: what? So, um, what's the dude from Florida State's role That became a surgeon?
1: Man I gotta I gotta Google this now
0: Yeah Myron Myron something from Florida State He did that He used to play football
1: Arian Foster Arian That's F- Oh yeah Arian Foster He did that Arian Foster, bro. This guy, he he, he was on Joe Rogan's podcast. That's where I learned this. He was talking about, like... He got rocked. He got (laughs) rocked so much, and he was, like, a decent running back. Consistent. You know what I'm saying? Um, But he got got fucked up so much, and his body was just so destroyed all the time that he was just like, man, like, I don't need this anymore.
0: You want to know something crazy that people don't even look at? I might be looking too far into it, but, like, Marshawn Lynch, man, he... Bang for all them years and then took a retirement and then came back. Like that's just like a dude. He knew he could do it, but that little time off that one little year of no contact, do your body good. Like somebody can tell you, like, you can probably keep going, but just take you a year and now he can probably keep going for more years. I might you might have lost a year in age, but you probably got your body back. Most guys wanna go like twelve years consistent. Your body will be done, bro. So I feel like some of those guys are smart or or guys are being smarter about their bodies and just taking care of themselves.
1: So. I agree, hundred percent, man. Marshawn Lynch is an interesting character mm-hmm. because for him, he, I think he saved most of his money too. Mm-hmm. He was very smart, made a lot of strategic, um, important investments off the field and stuff. Yeah. And I think uh, Gronk is another. Yeah, uh, example I, I ain't of that. really know too I much about I think he's gonna her.
0: come back. But that's kind of the move, though. You probably take that time, go set up you some. Um, something as a um go heal up your of, body, yeah, man. A heal your body for one, but a source of income away from football. While you got your money and everything 100%. situated, they give you a year to just um, focus in on, well, on that's that type it, of stuff. I
1: think he he talked about Gronk specifically. He talked about he never spent a dime of his salary yeah. as a Patriot. All endorsements, endorse all money. All business, that's crazy. Uh, business earnings, those kinds of things. He has like ten, fifteen different <laughs> 100%. businesses set up. One hundred percent. So. I think guys like that should be helping coach up the, the next generation yeah, yeah. of athletes. Like they, I feel like financial. those guys
0: should either in the NFL, <laughs> which I know they probably already got one, but like let NFL guys talk finances with other young NFL guys.
1: Right. But yeah, like I, I completely agree with that, but that would be an initiative they'd have to take on themselves because mm-hmm. the NFL doesn't go fuck. Yeah, no, they like, don't we care don't, if we you blow you all your, like, your money or we not. We're give
0: you this, but what you do with it, we could care less.
1: Hundred percent. So that that's very interesting to me. Um, but yeah, man, like coming back to it real quick, it's mm-hmm. like the whole CTE thing. No one really has an answer to it. No one really like knows. But I think ten. Like I saw something scary this year. Mm-hmm. It was the Pro Bowl. I don't know if you got to see any highlights mm-hmm. of the NFL Pro Bowl this year. There was no contact. There was no tackling. Mm-hmm. So it would pretty much be like, like, you line your, <laughs> you, you line your player up, yeah. and like a little thud, yeah. and like, plays blown dead, and that gave me this scary glimpse into what football could become. Yeah, and to me, that's not like it ain't even the, to watch. That's not the sport I grew up in yeah. and and love. You know what I'm saying?
0: And it looked different, bro. Like you got to just call it what it is. Like you don't see like, oh, bro, that was yeah. a hit that he could have. killed him (laughs) you see
1: these guys letting up and they just look bored and I know it's the pro bowl and like there's nothing really on the line but But like what you think about if
0: the game get too severe people might really start doing it like that
1: bro I mean there's class action lawsuits against the league Mm. all these ex-players are suing the NFL for whatever you know health shit that happened to them you know and so you know right now they're just sweeping it under the rug oh we got better helmets or oh yeah Yeah. we're, we're doing this we're doing that like at the end of the day, the 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 underlying issue that like what the sport is, mm-hmm. are you gonna a change that or are you just gonna be like man, fuck it?
0: Now I feel like the helmet issue. I mean, they can only get so good, and like gear can only get so <coughs> upgraded. You feel me? I don't like. I don't know how far you can go before you make start limiting players' range of motion and movements. Now, when it comes to like. I just like taking care of players better. Like, I feel like once guys, Mm. like, full medicals, I feel like they should do more full medicals, little stuff like that, some kind of therapies. And I ain't talking about just, like, the physical therapies, like, mental stuff. Like, that football stuff is mental too, man. You have to do this for long periods of time and thumping (laughs) your head and thumping your body around and then having to psych yourself out to get through certain stuff and that's just how football players are made and most athletes are made like you don't just see that in just football players will be talking football right now
1: you bring up a good point man yeah so speaking of mental what do you do to keep your mind right during the season and like what kind of like mindfulness things do you do to keep your head
0: sharp i start reading more um writing more so um like right now i got a book and it gives you like Prompts, so writing writing prompts. So nice. I write a different prompt a day. Nice. And that's small stuff, man. Music, for one, music is great for you. I try not to do too much like TV stuff. If I'm going to do that, it'll be late at night. Watch me some TV. But most of the time, I try to do something mentally stimulating. So do something to read, um, write uh, games like word <clears throat> searches or look up some different type of information. Like look up something, learn something new.
1: Interesting. The keep, keep your internet. mind sharp. Yeah, always, yeah. always keep it. Like, do you don't want to just turn into mush and you just be watching TV? You, if you
0: stop trying to figure <laughs> out stuff. Then you just sitting around just
1: <laughs> peeping, look, watching other people. Yeah, you, <laughs> that's what you turn. You turn to the creek. That's, so, you ain't true. Got that's do, so true. That's so true. Just scrolling the gram and this or that. <laughs> like at this mind person.
0: The... That's why you see you ain't got nothing to do, bro. You just came <sighs> on here looking.
1: Hundred percent, man. I couldn't agree more, man. So, what are some of the things you do before a game? Uh, specifically uh, to get yourself hyped up do you have like a ritual
0: uh, not really man it depends on the day for real cuz um, I know you play football so you know you always got to have high energy but sometimes it take you like either till game time sometimes you wake up with it sometimes it's when you get on the bus so I just do whatever the day tells me breakfast okay. um, if it's an early game everything gonna happen fast so I'm up early a shower vibe good music, pick a song, start my day, see what it look like outside. I match my songs with how it
1: look like outside, nice, how nice. I feel. So bump. You got like different playlists? Got to, man. You got to have a <laughs> genre,
0: man, because I'm telling you, you get one chance to get yourself hyped for a game. Never go out into a football game flat, you're going to lose. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> it's, it's not so good like for cause... your mental, bro. It's not good for your mental. I, I listened to some R&B one time before I went out, and I sucked, bro. <laughs> I was already <laughs> sad there. Everybody was yelling at me. I was like, dang, bro. I'm in my feelings and they yeah, over here bro. talking to
1: me rough. <laughs> Bomb we lost. Never let football
0: never let your emotions take you out of your football mentality, man.
1: So what are some of the go to tracks? Share share with the people. What are some of the go to motivating like I see. I need some I need something to fire me up right before I run out of this tunnel. For one
0: future, um man, what's that song? Future. Till my last breath. Mm. Um,
1: last breath.
0: By future, um, I've been on little soldier. I don't know if y'all listen to that. I have to listen to that. Uh, they call it gangster rap music now. I have to listen to, the, to the hype stuff. Yeah, I have to listen to some of that. So just look up little soldier. Okay. And you'll know where to go from there. You know <laughs> you how to find it. Uh, <laughs> Fat trail, uh, trail go. get me going. Okay. Uh, Sharad didn't even know nothing about me rocking with trail he thought he was the only one rocking with Trey. i've been man. rocking in there too man
1: that's hype man yeah, nothing man. brings two people together more than the same music. free trail man my bad the same music the same music that's hype man i love that um yeah no I, I think music's a big part of getting hyped up for a game i used to always have my playlist ready to go before uh-huh. a game just throw dirty Sprite 2 on yeah, shuffle, you Something about that type of music that make you like, yeah, I'm about to go ahead and break yeah. some shit, oh mom. <laughs> um, that's hype, man. You you brought up Sharad. Let's talk about your guys' relationship a little bit. Yes, sir. You two are basically brothers from uh other mothers. I've never said that that way yeah, before. Really? It sounds hella weird, yeah. but uh, <laughs> you two are basically brothers, <laughs> man. Yes, talk about that relationship a little bit.
0: Well, that's the other half of the bros, you feel me? Uh, came in, man. I don't know, bro. You just understand. If people understand the law of attraction, some some people mm-hmm. just you associate with. Some people you lock in for life with. Some people just work like that. Some people, I mean, everybody that I met is a good person. I ain't got no friend that I wouldn't do something for. But this one just clicked different. Some people just hit different. That was Sherrod. Uh, football basically brought us together. But then the Bond outside of everything else was just so cool, man. He was just a good vibe. Family man like I am. Um business minded. And then really we just some ballers, but we just want to make plays and find a way to get a ring and get the biggest bag out there. So if y'all got the biggest bag, we want it. We trying to get it still.
1: I love but, that man.
0: Um yeah, football. <coughs> watching him um and watching his game helped me develop. Um him coming in and showing me different details in my game that I could make happen. So it was just one of them bonding experiences through the game. For real, the game will bring you your your best friend because this is something – this is a craft. Like, somebody, don't nobody have to help you with this. Like, once you get here, don't nobody have to help you continue to be the best. If you ain't got it, some guys just ain't got it. And um, he just helped me take my game to another level, helped me um upgrade life, you feel me? Like, start thinking differently, start making more business-like moves. Like I said, like, guys in our position when you're in this league – Gotta make moves. I mean, this is your opportunity to do the stuff that um you might have not had a chance to do if you weren't in this position. So, just using the position the right way, using the game the right way, using my influence the right way, being a good man. He do all that. So, just our brotherhood is based off that, man. Just he a life. He gonna be my life friend. You need those type of people. He gonna be one of those type people. So, we just been rocking, man. Keep on doing it, no matter what life keep throwing. Throwing our way. We're going to keep on maneuvering and keep rocking. So that's just my daughter, my partner, my brother. Yeah, that way.
1: I love that. And he's here right now, so yeah, that's, that's even more hype. Um, and basically, you guys level each other up. Mm-hmm. That's what I take away from this. Um It fires me up because... Just even peeping your highlight tape or mm-hmm. seeing you guys on the field. You guys are always hyping each other up. 100%. If he's not making the play, you're making the play. Mm-hmm. Or you're making it together, squashing someone on the you field, feel. man. So it's, it fires me up. But then out, off the field, that relationship really f- like grew and flourished. So mm-hmm. you, guys, you guys are at 67's games <laughs> together. You guys are attending all kinds of press things. Good you guys man. are just in the weight. You guys are together, man. That's hype. That's
0: um, the good man vibe. He brought that into me um, because we always want to do stuff for the community and we out here for a certain amount of time, so you don't want to just do your regular job, just be an athlete, just play football. Like, that's the easy part. And keep to yourself. Yeah, Yeah. that's the easy part, man. Anybody can play a football game, sit up in their house and not give back, but this city is giving a lot to us. The city is supporting us, so I feel like the little parts we do are the big things for real, so showing our face entertaining um going out of our our way to to go just mingle with the people cuz the people come out of their way to make us feel good on the day that we go out there and grind so him being in support of another uh organization just is Crazy man, like the sixty seven. They love him every time I see a game. I see Sherrod. I was like, Is he playing or is he? <laughs> is he? there? I thought he was on the ice one time. I was like, Ain't no way the they let him. On. They let him on the ice and he's skating. But that's just he the knows the
1: one. players on a first name you basis. Me, they first name bases, he knows he knows who's on what line. his I ain't gonna be in a Drake song
0: next. Watch him. I'm like, dang, he up there six man.
1: Six men, man. But he
0: just got it, man. This um. That's just how we built. We like being in the city. We like seeing the – I like the youth, for one, myself, like watching my little cousins and kids in general come up, bro, because they need some guidance and they need somebody to show them how to do it. Because when I was from, I'm the one doing it. So now the kids got something to look up to. If you don't ever see somebody do something, it's hard to think that you can do it because you're like, when I'm going to be the first. Like it's almost unreal where I'm from. So somebody got to do it and somebody got to come back and tell you some instructions on how it's done and what to do and what not to do to keep you from making the same mistake because that's how you continue a level of success and a level of excellence. Boom. Man, that was Man,
1: Man, dropping heat. I love that. Man. So basically for you, you're laying the blueprint mm-hmm. for a lot of younger people to follow. Yes, sir. Um, I think that's very that's very important, man, because it's indirectly giving back. It's It's doing the things that you wish you had someone to look up to when you were younger. Did you have someone who, you know, you kind of modeled your behavior after when you were younger?
0: Oh, 100% of my father. Um, So, yeah, my father's been in my life my whole life, and um, just that's what kind of— put me on the right path you know I feel like kids fathers should be in their life and kid, and they should direct their kids in a certain way like you can't be upset with young kids out here with no direction and then you be like well he shouldn't have been doing this and he he had this guy but yeah it's, it's just not the same so that's why I feel like fathers should be in kids lives and if they're not bummed then somebody like me come around some older person to a younger person that they can look up to and they be like well he ain't my dad but he's somebody I, I like I respect and I model after and that's just my responsibility as a man so i feel like even if they just look up to me i got to do the right things for them even though they ain't my kids i don't know them just for somebody to be that confident and be like okay i want to model after him you should at least try to be a decent person and try to do something um of substance
1: i love that man see you're a family man and also i i mean i could tell a man of faith as well talk Mm -hmm. to talk to us about what role uh your your faith has had in in keeping you on on the right path deep man um it's not that deep bro (laughs) it's
0: not that deep i like it and that's what it really is bro um life i had to realize life wasn't that deep bro and some of the stuff i used to carry on my shoulder and and carry over my head it just wasn't that deep and only way i found that out was god and um because i just you know you feel like you. You pray enough, you do enough, but it's small pieces don't work out. And that's what I felt like. I felt like the reason the small pieces in my life weren't working out because I just wasn't being real and wasn't being consistent with anything. Consistency is the best thing, whether it's your life, uh, your job life, your at-home life with your girlfriend, anything. Consistency is the best thing to keep anything going. If you can be consistent with something, and I ain't talking about like bad things, like everybody knows, but if you can be consistent with what you do in a good way, it'll pay off for you in the long run.
1: Well, it actually is the same for the bad things, right? Mm-hmm. If you're consistently doing well, yeah, the wrong thing, you can't it complain consistently about it. Yeah, yeah. snowballs in the wrong direction. Mm-hmm. Man, it's it's just the same thing. It's yeah. just you can make the principle work for you or against you.
0: One hundred percent. So and, um, that's powerful, man. Yeah, one hundred percent. Then um I was just gonna go back to the God thing one more time. The God thing um, whoever you pray to, I don't have to be a God, but whoever you pray to for your strength and spiritual mind, you feel like you have to. So going to church is a good thing. So me and my girlfriend are going to church a lot, and I made it after my surgery. I felt like if you're going to move a certain way and you're going to ask for certain things, do the right things in the process. So that's why I'm doing my walk as I do it. And then you try to inspire somebody along the way. They don't have to take it. That's why I love social media. You can watch a story and you can look at it and you can be like, Man, that was really informative. I'm gonna use it or you can just skip it and just go on about your day. That's how I feel about information and advice. People be like, Oh, they gave me bad advice. You don't have to take anything (laughs) like somebody told you something, you ran off with it, it didn't work, now you mad at the world. No. Advice and all that, man, that's what I want people to stop doing. People need to stop taking advice and being upset because you didn't have to really take it you can take it in you can hit a person out but you don't have to apply it when you apply it that mean you Bro. thought something was gonna work for you
1: man you're speaking my language that <laughs> that's actually something i was just telling to someone yeah. and it means so much to me because since i started this thing I've had everyone and their mom give yeah. me advice on how I should do it, you right? Feel me? Everyone's telling me, oh, you got to stick to one niche or mm-hmm. or you got to do this or you got to like telling me how I should do my thing, yeah. right?" And I hear it all and I appreciate it mm-hmm. all. Like, "Yo, you you don't have ill will. You're not trying to tell me something like false, you 100%. know." 100%. But like I, I I heard you. I don't have to apply. I don't though. have to apply. Yeah. Like I could I could absorb it take it but i don't have to adhere to it you know what i'm saying so so it's kind of like but it's it's uh it tests you because like social media a lot of it is shiny object syndrome man you see something that like you know someone living a life that you think like i want that Mm -hmm. and then you know maybe even you you talk to them or like oh yo how do i do this maybe they give you some advice oh you gotta do this this and this Mm -hmm. And let's say you start doing it and you don't get the life that you yeah. want, and then you blame you're going to blame that person. It's like, man. And you
0: want to know something crazy? People will do that. Like, People will live a certain Instagram life, but it's not their real life. And then Gosh. the person that asks them for the advice, they'll get them the advice that they not even using and be like, yeah, bro, you can go ahead and do one of these, <laughs> do one of those, you go going to have it. And that's like, you know, you're in jail. <laughs> Then, 99% of these gurus, bro, yeah, that's, that's bro. what it hadn't is, hadn't done right? none of the stuff they be talking, and that's why I like rap, because you can rap about anything. You didn't have to even be there. No, he wasn't in there, but he said, bro, got shot. How?
1: Oh, man. <laughs> how, Sway? How, Sway. That's crazy, man. To me, that really just comes back to...
0: That was a rap lyric, too, y'all. We ain't talking about nobody getting shot. I was just... Yeah, no, no, no. That <laughs> yeah. pure disclaimer
1: will... Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, man, like, coming back to it, it's just very interesting that, like, everyone has an opinion. Man. It's fine to hear it, and I actually like it. Like, I often take advice, and Damn. it actually does help me. And But it's being selective and knowing your path, knowing how to stay in your lane, yeah. and being true to yourself. Because you want
0: to know something about advice, bro. Um, you saying being true to yourself. I had lost it right when you, I, was, I didn't mean to cut you off right then. But um,
1: Go for it, go for it.
0: Dang, something about advice, I was gonna say. All right, you got it, my bro. My bad. No, I'll good. When man. I cut you off, I, I lost my train of thought. Don't worry, bro.
1: <laughs> that was something when I started when uh-huh. I first started doing this podcasting thing, I would do that every time someone yeah. would be talking because. It's not a bad thing. It's mm-hmm. not like you're trying to interrupt me. It's because you don't want to forget what you had to yeah. say. It's something that I've had to work on so much. That's
0: real. It's actually. That's exactly what I was doing. I was like, Okay, when he say this, then I'm all, okay.
1: I get it. Trust me, I get it. And, and yo, it's gonna uh, come back to you at the weirdest time. Yeah. <laughs> <You're gonna> fuck. <laughs> yeah. I should have said this. That it's all good, wild. man. All right. it's, it's all good. But all that to say, man, like. Mm-hmm people mean well a lot of people don't mean well Mm -hmm. so just being able to just you know stay true to yourself stay in your lane and just you know take people's advice but man you don't have to apply like reading any book you read any book right are you gonna like take the words literal and apply it to oh i gotta go do this now and this and nah man take what you can from it Take apply your own to your
0: interpretation life. out of everything. Exactly. That's what I was taught. That's how I was taught. Like never, like even when I was, my parents told me about school. They was like, they are gonna teach you stuff in school, but take your own interpretation of it. Mm-hmm. You don't have to take it as literal. So, um, and then like you said, it came back to me right away. Um, advice. Some of this criticism at the same time. So people criticize you, and that's why I really want to hear advice because people kind of give you good outside looking in perspectives when they give you, um. Constructive criticism. Now, when they just being hurtful criticism, it's just coming from a different place. But constructive criticism, and you really look at it, and you be like, okay, I've seen that in myself, but I could never say it. So I like constructive criticism, so that's why I listen to people's advice because it might end up being something like that.
1: It's, it's very difficult when you're driving in your own lane and you're mm-hmm. doing your own thing. You're so laser-focused on whatever it is you're doing, whatever goal you have, whatever mm-hmm. you're trying to achieve, mm-hmm. that sometimes... It is important to have someone's outside perspective, like, uh-huh. "Hey, man, you've been slipping up on this," yeah. or anything, like whatever that advice may be. And sometimes it's like, "Oh shit, you're right!" Like, mm-hmm. damn. And well, then you was
0: thinking about it, but it might have just slipped your mind.
1: So, so that kind of stuff, like, it's always, it's always interesting. And for me, I've grown so much just mm-hmm. from having conversations like this. Yeah. Cause there might be a situation where I'm walking down the street, or mm-hmm. something happens. And I'll think about this combo right yeah, here. Yeah, man. I learned more from this than any classroom or anything. You and know I'm so I'm glad you
0: said that because that's like my whole life. Like, I learned. Like, people be like, oh, he's from here or there, so he knows a little bit more. I'm culture, but I'm not just culture because I'm from the south. Oh, Ooh, my girl, all,
1: good. <laughs> all good, man. All yeah, good. Get
0: us right. Get us right. Damn. it <laughs> One, man. two. test. It. <laughs> it's that war. They came back up quick, but. But, yeah, man, um, being cultured, just going to different places. So, like, having went to Auburn, got that culture, got the Southern college style of living, and I was a college – I mean, I was a high school in um, in the South, so I understood the, the high school dynamic of it, and I understood the college dynamic of it in the South. Then I went to the Midwest, to Nebraska, whole different atmosphere, whole different type of person. But looking from the outside in, I didn't even understand, so I was, like, black and white. So – the white population in Alabama is high, but we mix. We on different sides of town, and we still integrated. but it's it's cool. It's a different type of dynamic in the South. When I went up to the North where they were more talkative, we were more interactive, that's what I wasn't kind of used to, them, but that's how yeah, you kind of learn. I be the other way. Yeah. I thought it be
1: the other way around. And I
0: did, too. Really? But people don't understand. Like, in the South, we really integrated. We're like, white people, black people, it's... It's just... We just out here. It's just more so common, but we it's don't... It's not as much racism? Yeah, but we don't talk as much. Like I, I don't know if I can make sense of it. Like We ain't just out grocery store. Hey, how you doing? But we still in mixed communities, though.
1: Help but, me understand. Help me so understand. When I
0: went up to Nebraska, though, it's just like the interaction. Like, they... A lot of people just interacting and talking just and hey, how and you boom. doing? Yeah, just it's just not as cordial. Yeah, it's real tense in the south. So that's kind of what I'm trying to say. Like, so in just,
1: Canada, they they turned that up a notch. Y'all even turned more. that up fifteen thousand percent.
0: Like, it's, like, it's like, hey, let me get your whole grocery bag for yeah. you, and put it in your car, and then I might help you start your car. Yeah, for you. I know, <laughs> I love it though, but I love it. <laughs> but and people don't understand, like when you talk like that, but it's just being from different cultures, and that's why I feel like Canada. Y'all adapt to people well. Like in the States, we just don't adapt to you. you come there and you're talking different. We're mad at you and we try to figure out what's going on. But yeah, here y'all bro. give it a chance. Y'all embrace it well. Hey, that's cool. Yeah. Um, we take you for who you are and we're going to give you an opportunity to show something. In the States, you are who I think you are and hmm. there's whatever I, put, I- I'm putting you in this Yeah, box. I'm putting you in this box and until you show me different and if you do it, you still look the same. <laughs> so I can't. It's hard man. man. That's, and that's why the states got I've so ne- much comfort. I've never
1: been down to the south of the states, but i'm going to I'm going to Dallas for the first and that's first cool time. Texas is cool Texas, I've heard is a little bit more, but depending on where you go yeah, right yeah, yeah. Like, I can't airs. just speak about Texas, it's like speaking about Canada it's yeah. like it's so big, right, but man, like. I heard pe- everyone's got a gun down there. Man, that's the state. So I'm like, yo, I Texas. gotta be careful in Texas, not man. Just Texas,
0: boy. They got guns everywhere. You go to the next state over, they got two guns on you. Man,
1: beef. I actually went to a gun range for the first time when I was down in the states, and for I really? fucking loved it, bro. Hey, <laughs> I swear, I <laughs> um, I my
0: goggles up every time, bro. I get to sweat and every time gunshots go out.
1: Bow. Oh yeah, wow, man, it's a good time. But it, like, obviously, you know, if within reason, don't mm-hmm. be, don't be carrying around some Yeah, yeah, but shit, see, but-
0: the, and that's what I'm saying. That's the whole conversation we having right now. The dynamic in the States, me personally, I feel like you gotta have a gun now just to be safe for you, your family, and whoever you with now because it's just so unreal. Like, up here, y'all don't have as many of those just rare occasions where... Yeah. People getting killed here. People, now, y'all got the regular violence now. Like, stuff is happening. Yeah. But in the States, it's just happening at a rate. Like, you'd be like, what? Like Walmart, <laughs> what happened like where? A, like, a random, like, yeah. at a guy at the or... Guy at the gas station gets mad, airs it out at the gas station. He ain't getting no gas. I got to watch the <laughs> dude. I got to watch, man. He ain't getting no. Hey, somebody get this man some gas over here because it's right. getting crazy. But it's just too much random place stuff like you don't and it's like places you go every day so now you're just looking for your everyday places you don't even want to go now
1: that's the shit that's the shit that kind of freaks me out (laughs) it's the random it's not like it's not always like i hate to put it this way this is gonna sound so fucked up but it's like it's like some people i'm not gonna say they deserve it but they put themselves in a situation where it might it's more likely that it would have occurred. 100%. I got it Whereas if I'm just walking place. down like a McDonald's <laughs> and someone just pulls up on me yeah, for no reason. That's like, crazy. <laughs> you know, no. I don't need that, man. So yeah, now, just... if you, now, if
0: you live in a lifestyle that brains that... Of course, I'm not even talking about that. But if you telling me I got my kids, we going to the park, and this motherfucker just come up, <laughs> and he get airing it out like AR what? And
1: shit, man. Anyways, it's a it's a weird topic because I don't know enough. About, I'm not educated yeah. enough to talk me about either. it. I really wish I knew more about it. But moving on, man. Like I think it's very interesting the cultural differences. <clears throat> I've always been like that's something I'm actually like kind of passionate about because mm-hmm. I love travel. And I like meeting people from all around the world. Yeah. And so like when I got to travel a little bit in, in Europe and, and a bunch of different places, like getting to see how different people live their life. Mm-hmm. One one of my biggest like takeaways and things that I learned mm-hmm. is that, yo, we might, you might have black skin. I might have brown skin. Mm-hmm. You know, you might talk a certain way. I might talk a certain way. Yeah. You might have a different faith. We're all just human. Mm-hmm. We're We're all the same. We all want kind of want the same things mm-hmm. for ourselves, our family, health, wealth, happiness, you know, those kinds of things. We yeah. all kind of fundamentally want those things, right? Mm-hmm. It just manifests in different ways. Yeah. So that's kind of like my, my thing with this podcast. It's mm-hmm. like, I want to talk to everybody and just show people that, yo. You, you're this, not
0: on the one dynamic or thing. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. In this, what, we're like over 50 minutes now we've mm-hmm. been chatting. Okay. We're finding out that yo, we have so much in common. Mm-hmm. We're like we get each other, even though I don't know you, you yeah. don't know me, we don't know each other. Yeah. But it's not that
0: deep, man. It I, ain't. I love it's that. not that deep. And at the same time, as a man, like how women can get together and, and not know each other and have a conversation, Men could do that. But we all we got prides and we got egos and we look and 100%. just we just got looks. So. As a no one man, wants to open up. No yeah. one has, Nobody wants like, to be that man. first person to be, <laughs> yeah, be you, vulnerable. You know, like <laughs> yeah. as, as dudes, we walk around yeah. like with our chest up, <laughs> and man, we can't like, help it. And who- it's hard to embrace anybody when you walk around like that. And that's why. Me and Sherrod, man, it was so cool, man. We got a male bun, and, like, people think, like, me and him just be chilling. Like, we had debates. Like, we talk, we argue about yeah. regular life stuff just like y'all argue about regular I'm sure regular there's people.
1: so much shit you guys don't agree on. You feel and me? That's
0: what makes you closer. But you need people like that because if I don't argue with another man, I can't say I got another perspective on how males Mm. should move because we don't really talk about it. So I need to see how he move. Okay. I guess I ain't moving different. And he might just move like that. So I can't be mad and I can't get upset about certain things because I don't understand other guys. And it ain't like no, no other stuff. Like you just got to understand the male culture. Like you can, I walk up on somebody like two, two, bold or too abrupt and then i'd be like well if he would have did the same to me i probably would have react the same way so that's kind of the the male and masculinity part of walking around in life
1: <laughs> facts man that's another thing i learned from traveling and meeting some people as mm-hmm. well is like uh getting to sit down and talk to them about things that you're told not to sit and yeah. talk about politics religion mm-hmm. those kinds of things right and learning other people's perspective on Certain political things that are going on in the world right now, and mm-hmm. like for me, I always thought like, man, I would never like align with this person. Yeah. But then hearing someone's perspective, it's like, oh, this is why I voted for Trump about this and then to this and this. And, and, this. It may, and it started to make sense. though. And I'm like, yo, you know what, man? I still maybe don't agree with you on yeah. these things, but I heard you, and the, I get you. Like, I get where you're coming from. Yeah. Like, I and I'm better for too, it, bro.
0: That's how. That's how I developed uh just listen to other people like i didn't look at so say me and somebody disagree on something i never seen it from their perspective but when they break it down to me i see why it makes sense to them Now i might not still agree like you said but at the same time okay i see where you're coming from i never i never really developed that until i started to listen i don't know i feel like people think they listen but most arguments and i don't know it might be a male thing but i feel like once we feel like we're right We don't really listen to the other side.
1: I think it's a human thing. Like, honestly, man, a lot of people dig their heels in on Mm -hmm. their opinion. And will even if they don't even feel that strongly about it, it's like, this is my opinion. So I'm not about to back down. I'm never going to give you the satisfaction of being like, maybe you're right. Yeah, You might have something. Like, yo, tell me more. Why do you (laughs) think that? No one ever wants to... De escalate things real and talk. like it's hard, man. It's a hard, it's a skill. Mm-hmm. And with some people might even call you a bitch for it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah you talk. a bitch, man. <laughs> what happened to your opinion but then at bro, the same time? Like-
0: if, if that can belittle you and make you mad, like, that's,
1: that's what i am been to, Then there's man. different issues Yeah, going you got different there, issues.
0: You know? <laughs> if somebody can call you a word now and make you take it up to 100, it's getting crazy out here, but y'all. But there's
1: a lot of people like that. I'd say most people walk around mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. W- like, one person cuts them off in traffic. They're willing <laughs> and to die chase, about them, it. chase them <laughs> to their crib and, like, fucking go crazy. <laughs> they, you know what I'm saying? They will
0: die about it nowadays for the smallest thing, bro, and that's what I don't understand. When do we become a so savage like I feel like everybody gotta be that tough person now can't nobody take the 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 small L like this get cut off in traffic that's a small L bro for you to for you to bump their car, and get out, cause a video—the crazy stuff I see on the internet, bro. I love the internet, bro, because <laughs> I would never understand the world was like this without the internet. Thanks, they man. be going wild. I seen a lady Full slap another lady, on the lady highway. for taking a bag of chips at the grocery store. She slapped in the mouth. I was like, God, the world's crazy.
1: I spent way too much time on WorldStar yeah, back bro. in the day, man. But, anyways, kind of tying that all back into. Mm-hmm the topic we were discussing initially is like, um, your mindset, how you keep focused, how you keep, you know, on on the right path mm-hmm. and, you know, growing, being a role model, that kind of stuff. Do you ever practice any kind of meditation? Do you ever do any kind of, uh, things that, other than the reading, other than those things to um, keep yourself. Yeah,
0: 100%. So basically, the first one that's always unknown is working out. Working out is a good meditation, but aside from my working out, hot yoga, mm. hot yoga is the key, man, because it gives you a area where you focus in on your own body. I feel so good you after hot You get quiet. Yoga, bro. You need the peace and quiet. So you to yourself with the little soft music and then the, um, the instructor. But all of that little time and those little exercises help you just become one with yourself. And then like I told you, it's just body weight. So you're really not working too hard, but that little stressor give you that little peace of mind. And then I, at the I, end of the I agree with you
1: about the not working hard, yeah, bro. I'm I, ain't, telling I, you, I break those, a sweat in there every time. yoga classes will fuck me up sometimes. i have been in there leaking, bro. Bro, it's it's <laughs> like Sometimes I feel like that's a harder workout yeah. than my normal workout. want to know what it's, it is? It's, it's up here, man. It's a mental. You ain't
0: <laughs> did no more than you did nah. in that cool room. But you in there, I was like, bro, she got me in here squatting. I'm squatting 250 uh, pounds in here. My back hurt. I'm tired.
1: Exactly, man. So I've tried to do a little bit more of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, my goal was to do like once a week. I am not sticking to that goal. Bro. Yoga or, or just <laughs> or just working out. Uh no, no. Work out I work out every day. Okay. But hot yoga, yeah, yeah. hot hot yoga I can only like I wanna do it once a week. Twice a twice but a I'm week. It's like,
0: excellent. Once a week you go on track, my man. Uh,
1: man, that's the thing though. <laughs> like I, I wanna go. Mm-hmm. It's just I'd much rather do some other yeah. shit. Yeah. And you I tell you, that's me. I'd be
0: like, bro, I could go ahead and spend an hour in hot yoga. Uh-huh. Or I could go. Well, you feel good after. I'm not yeah. going to lie. You
1: feel great after, but it's And like, I try
0: to do it at a time where it just do not seem inconvenient. Like six, going to knock it out. Then you you can still bust your moves. 6 a.m.? Nah, 6 p.m.
1: Oh, okay. I'm yeah. like, 6 a.m. yoga, bro. I nah, did that once.
0: It <laughs> ain't even that fun at, at that point in time. Bro, at I that, don't get nothing accomplished.
1: At, at that at that. I'm not gonna lie though. You walk around a little extra limber the rest yeah, of the day, bro. It's yeah, and, a little more supple. And I feel you like know? it's a good day
0: starter, but I'm not a morning nah. person, so it ain't gonna help me at all.
1: Um, so let's talk about training a little bit. What's your mm-hmm. training philosophy? What does training look like for you? Uh, so that's a good question because I'm
0: going to start into it. So now I'm I'm gonna be in the development part. So it's gonna be like the heavy lifting, right? The, for
1: for people who don't know, you mm-hmm. had a a neck okay, injury yeah, yeah, yeah. that you had to get had a neck injury
0: um had a little disc problem so they they fixed the disc problem and um it's a like six-month process of getting all the way back but like um the process is just slowly coming along now but it's fastly moving though so probably august i'll be back 100 percent, and um i'm getting back in the gym um hopefully within the next two weeks so that's what i was going to say about my workouts i'm going to gradually lift so you're just going to lift heavier weights um not as many reps, but I'm trying to – you're going to bulk and you're going to try to get more power. And then I go into a segment where I do my speed and my agility. So I move faster, quick twitch muscles. Then that's just all I focus on. So now I'm away from the heavy weights. You already did your heavy weights part. So now it's your agility, getting your range of motion, all that quick <clears throat> quick twitch and speed stuff. Then the last part is just getting into actual football shape. So now running 40s. Um, Running a hundred, getting your body ready to go out there and actually run up and down the field, and then I'm gonna be ready to contact and then get back to it. So that's the development of a a, a should be of an athlete's um progress and how he works out. You shouldn't just be lifting heavy all the time. You have to have you for one, you got to be able to move. Like you ain't no bodybuilder. You can You can be the biggest guy out there, but if you can't move, anybody gonna let you play football? So you got to do your dynamic stuff and your just heavy lifting type things.
1: Okay, so. That's kind of coming back from the injury, mm-hmm. kind of gradually adding mm-hmm. more things on. Yes, sir. When you're in in season, mm-hmm. let's say a knock on wood, you know, not injured, Same all last. good. What's your training regimen like day to day? Like, what do you, what's like a week look like? Oh, of training? so
0: you'll break it down into a day. So probably Monday, legs, light ab, shoulder, uh, Tuesday, just chest bench. Um, Probably do calves and abs again. Wednesday you'll do a full lower body. Uh, decompression lower body. Those just depends. You can do heavy. If you still got the legs to do, you can do heavy or do light. Just to flush them out again. Then you'll do a kind of a full body upper body abs Thursday. And then your Friday is your killer. You just do a kind of a full body with the with a full abs. So it'll probably be thirty to forty-five minutes worth of ab stuff at the end of that workout. And then you Repeat it uh repeat that for the next week and then you probably break that into a two and a half, three month process.
1: Okay. And that's while still having practices. So uh no, nah, so
0: off, off season that's all you do. So that's your okay. everyday. So you'll hit the field, you'll incorporate some field time in there. okay And um, yeah, so once you get to camp, you good. And then in season workouts is the same. You'll live You'll break it down. So Monday after practice, you'll get a lift in. Tuesday after practice, you'll get a lift in. Not as intense as the ones I was just talking to. So all this is just mild because right. you just did a full practice.
1: That's what, that's what I was kind of wondering a gotcha. bit. So then, um, are you ever doing like two workouts in a day? One in the morning? Uh, off in season. The- you off do. season. Yeah. Not, um, not in season, season.
0: You'll do a, because I was doing two workouts considerably, but my morning workout wasn't really a workout. It was like an ab, a stretch. A warm-up Just get process. the blood flowing. Yeah, get the blood of. flowing. And then okay. after practice, it's an actual lift, trying to gain a little bit of power without exerting too much.
1: Okay. And then what's recovery like? What are some of the things you do for recovery? Do you wear those... What do you call those? I do, pants? Yeah, the yeah. Um, recovery pumps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, those. I always wanted to try that shit.
0: Man, they always look so cool. That's really the only reason I started doing them and then I realized how they really make your legs feel. They give you a new pair of legs every time you put them on, bro. No Guaranteed. You coming out there with a brand new pair of shoes. I got to get me one of those one day. But um, <laughs> yeah, bro, the recovery process um, what people don't understand, the cold tub, hot tub, that's the most amazing thing. It ever. fluctuates the blood because you're just doing so much contact and so much moving in a matter of, of months. So, like, you, you're doing these weeks back to back. You don't really have days to rest. So you got to trick your body into feeling like it's rested up. So hot tub, cold tub. We do massages in season. They give us massages in the out of season. You can, I would recommend getting massages as well. Yoga still in season. Like, you basically do your off-season um, workout lower um, intensity, but consistently because now you playing so now you got to get your body ready for games mm-hmm. and i know people say rest is good but rest resting your body and then just trying to go out there and turn it on ain't gonna do nothing for us so you active have to, rest. you have to actively rest and recover as you're gaining strength so if that makes sense so you're recovering but you're still building on top of that
1: love it man it's very interesting to hear someone who's actually a professional athlete mm-hmm. and how they think about training because <clears throat> the average joe like me yeah, walking yeah. down the street <laughs> It's like, all right, well, like... The
0: gym is just enough, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And
1: I miss having that game to prep for make sure my body's at peak. But when you don't have that, it's like, I just want to look good or feel good, you know? I I go to good
0: life all the time, and these guys be like, dang, these athletes... Be looking crazy and I, and then they get in the gym and they look the part, but then you realize you can't go out there and, and move like that. Like we nah. we like the look as well, but the look ain't really what we're going for. We're going for the dynamics, nah, we going for the that range after. of motion. You yeah. Can do that, right? I can bulk up and I can look crazy and yeah. walk around and look good for the rest of my life. But yeah. I'm we have to move a little different. So like I used to go to the gym and guys be like, Dang man, you don't have the biggest legs in the room. I was like, bro if my legs get too big, who's gonna let me play cornerback? <laughs> what you what cornerback you know with huge ass crazy legs? <laughs>
1: No, I, I get that completely, man, yeah. and I've always enjoyed more ath- athlete-type workouts mm-hmm. anyways because I feel like that's just in my blood. Yeah. Like, I always like ladder drills, functional to Yeah, you want to do, do
0: movement stuff. I always want to do movement shit, yeah. right,
1: because I played linebacker and tight end, mm-hmm. so I'd play both ways, and like, I'm not going to lie. like I told you I love defense yeah. as, fu- as where my heart is. Mm-hmm. But should I like to run some routes? Say less, bro. Shit listen, too, I yeah. always thought I was Randy Moss, and
0: I only had one good route, and that was a vertical. If I could <laughs>
1: get you, and I'm going to burn you up from there. It's funny you mentioned Moss because that's my favorite player of all time. 100%. My bro, listen, favorite player of all I,
0: time. I sat outside. I remember this when I was little, and I threw this little tennis ball up against the wall, catching, thinking it was going to help me get my hands right. I feel like it did. But, you know, as a little kid, you just want to go do something extra. So it was like three in the morning. And I just wanted my mama to come out and say, Boy, what you doing? I'm trying to get better at football, mom.
1: It might have worked. It, it might have worked. You don't know,
0: man. <laughs> but yeah, but those little things like that, man. Randy Moss and those kind of guys, like I said. Straight. Catch, position homie. the position that I'm in, watching those guys as I was younger. Like you hear that, hear how he did it. You like, dang, I could really do that one day. That might be a so man, he was an inspiration without even knowing the man. He was an inspiration just to keep going and developing my game to be great.
1: I love it man. Moss man I I could talk like if we just sat here man. and talk like we could restart and we do a whole have, another we have podcast. A whole goat talk. A whole goat talk just about Moss man. I, I kind of hate that you brought that up yeah. now as I'm wrapping this up <laughs> yeah. because I could talk for hours just about my love for Randy Moss. I, I won't rest until I get him on my podcast. <laughs> hey, say less. I you, need to have you growing. You're growing at a
0: high rate right now, so you might hear this and say, Shh, why not?
1: One day, boom, Randy Moss. I'm putting it out to the to the universe. I'm going to have you on. Randy, how
0: at my man, bro.
1: <laughs> um, Man, this podcast has been great, bro. I, I'm really enjoying it. I, I got a few more it, things to ask you. Okay. And then we're going to have to wrap it up because we're already well over an hour. Yeah, bro, I enjoyed
0: myself. This was litty, too. It's fun, this man. This was litty.
1: Um, what are some of your interests outside of football?
0: Okay. Uh, I want to kind of open up a gym. So that's kind of one of my, my things on my agenda within the next uh, six months to a year. Damn. Try to get a gym in my city. Yeah, some of my homies we thinking about doing that. So that's kind of a move. And then just other interests besides that – Um. Kind of want to go into, like, youth counseling or something. I want to help the youth. But right now my platform is good enough for me to help the youth right now. So I'd rather help people, the youth through football, sports. And um, on that platform, come I'm, I'm reaching the kids. But once I'm away from the sports life, I want to still be beneficial for the kids. So probably, like, some kind of youth counseling in that nature or – program that i can work in and i can interact with children and uh, kids and teens because really most i want to do teens man because that's why i feel like we get most misguided yeah. at is at that 13 to yeah. 18 range so somebody just to be there to help them
1: well you're uh, so impressionable yeah, at that man. age like you know you're either gonna see your, your boys are goons yeah doing, you know you're gonna you're gonna, you gonna, you gonna pick which way you're
0: gonna pick which way you're gonna go at that age and to have somebody that can understand it. Like, you know, you had those certain adults when you was younger that you felt like, okay, they understand. Then you had the other adults like, yeah, I'm not telling Suzanne over there. (laughs) Yeah, you just got those certain people. So I feel like I interact with kids and kids actually listen and they'll give me a chance to at least hear me out. So sometimes they don't give an adult a chance to hear them out and then,
1: well, when's your podcast coming, man? Cause man, i I'm a,
0: I'm gonna get there, man. I'm I'm learning from you right now. I <laughs> didn't I didn't have any of this. I was going to have my phone set up and I was gonna be <laughs> Yo, going to be like you this. honestly, you don't have
1: to get fancy or do anything that crazy, man. Honestly, yeah. just your voice and speaking to these like anybody yeah. is is enough. But yeah. You get, you make, you know, you you make it a little nice studio. You can build a real brand. I'm nervous,
0: bro. I get nervous. Like I don't know how you do this talking stuff. What I do get you mean? Nervous. You
1: just did it for an hour. And like, I what get you the mean?
0: rambling and everything. Get to happening fast.
1: Bro, man, don't be nervous. Like that's yeah. the last thing to be nervous about. You are out here playing in front of thousands of people. And I thought that, I thought friend. that was gonna be the <laughs> toughest thing I ever did. But this
0: public speaking stuff has been a killer for me lately.
1: <laughs> well, you're natural, bro. You're killing it. Appreciate it. Um. What what do you see uh, – do you see yourself um, living in Canada in the future?
0: 100%. Um, I'm working on becoming a dual citizen.
1: Nice. So, yeah, man, I just like it up here, man.
0: Got me a girl up here now. She kind of influenced me to – Love this cold weather because I know I know the God. I know. Hey, ask Shirai. I left Sharad, y'all. I wasn't even up here. Me and Sharad tried to get some business going up here. I left. I couldn't even do it. It was too cold. So she got me up here for the long haul. So now it's only right to become a. But there are Canadian some, some warmer
1: places in Canada. I went to Vancouver and it blew my mind. Yeah,
0: but Ottawa is my city. The Ottawa, is,
1: Ottawa is a city, but man. Maybe for like six, seven months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. I can I don't know if I could do this much longer. Look it's at starting me, to chip finna, away. Y'all finna
0: lose, my man. I don't know. He let y'all know now.
1: It's the, it's chipping away at my soul, man. <laughs> I'm gonna continue. not that deep, but do a world tour from What's January. It? through uh through may man that's yeah, the goal and then I was like, you just don't air them <laughs>
0: don't air them until like the
1: yeah. the um, end of fall exactly man exactly take that winter break man. but anyways bro this has been amazing before uh before i hop off with mm-hmm. you um i'm gonna do the lightning round five quick questions Let's get it. but before we get there i want to ask you is there anything i missed today that you really wanted to talk about
0: uh no nah, everything good man i just want when people see this Anything football related, I am gonna play football again, so you already know that's gonna happen. Um, I like this city, me and Sherrod. We still locked down, still bros, we still bros to the end. So if y'all had any questions, where's Jay Rose? I'm with Sherrod, don't worry about it. There it is. Um, yeah, that's about it, man. I appreciate y'all hearing us out. Um, it's not that deep. I've been on, and I'm ready to get my podcast going now because this is dope i gotta get one of these It's hype
1: man it's so fun bro you could do this shit for hours all right let's go into the lightning round okay the, uh basically like pretty simple you've done this before it's yeah. just like answer the question mm-hmm. but you don't have to like give me like in I one word you. kind I of thing you. you know uh what's one thing people would be surprised to know about you uh
0: i love the fish like i could sit out there on the boat all day and catch fish. That's one of like my big hot. If you want to impress me, take me on a fishing trip, and it can be simple. You can get bologna sandwiches and some crackers. And as long as I'm out there fishing, I'm good.
1: Love it. That's actually one of Moss's favorite things For to real? do too, right? Yeah, Country um, Boys, man. <laughs> country Boys, man. Favorite restaurant in Ottawa.
0: Pilly pilly, hands Ooh, down.
1: Dank. Love that place. If y'all hadn't had
0: that chicken, please go check them out for the so lunch special. Good. They're going to hook you up, Raymond, say J Rose, and you get a um 5% discount. Yeah. Uh,
1: if you were a superhero, what would you be? Who would you be? I would be.
0: I had to be Superman. Superman. Just because he's indestructible, man. I know, unless somebody hit me with the kryptonite, I'm good. <laughs>
1: but yeah that's my only beef with Superman it's like yeah, you, you got, always know how the story's gonna let, end you let some kryptonite
0: <laughs> keep you from saving us again bro you the, you, Mr. Indestructible
1: uh, this is a random question man yeah. I, I don't know why I wrote this but cool. would you rather get uh, a rack every week for 50 years uh-huh. or 500k cash today deposited into your account 500k 500k? Yeah, you want to give me that.
0: All right. Yeah, I ain't got time. <laughs> I ain't one of them people. Just give me my stuff moderately. No, if you get to me right now, I'm going to do the same thing. Hey, and I might do it better, mo. Come on, now.
1: Other than family, faith, and football, what's something you're absolutely passionate about?
0: Kids, man. Like I said, um, the kids and the teens. Um, it's just something about kids bro like i don't know i just feel like that's the that's the key point in time and they're so genuine like a kid certain ages, like three to four they won't lie to you like you as a kid something they're gonna give you their honest opinion and and it ain't them being judgmental they don't really know much they're just going off of what they know and they, that's
1: that's powerful man we all gotta find that three four-year-old and man, just keep it 100 keep all it the time bump i appreciate you coming on the podcast bro we're gonna do this again i I know it's gonna happen
0: this was amazing bro when you get this up man we're gonna be (laughs) jumping if you haven't heard i hope y'all hear about it now man this man has the setup and i appreciate him uh, having
1: me on here thanks bro the honor is mine thanks for coming through and just remember it's not that deep always thanks for listening to another episode of the it's not that deep podcast for access to exclusive articles and content please head over to www.itsnotthatdeeppodcast.com. And to help me grow this thing to the next level, here's what I need you to do. Go ahead and subscribe to my podcast on all platforms, wherever you listen, and share with all your friends and family on all social media. And please leave a rating as well. Remember, It's Not That Deep.